Social media has been in existence for 20 years now. And if you look back over the last four years, you'll see that there have been some pretty significant changes to how we communicate with our peers, our friends, our family, our colleagues, and with consumers using social media. But it's a leap year this year. What do you think will happen in the next four years when it comes to social media? I certainly don't know. So I invited social media expert Andrea Jones, who we all know has great insights into social media and marketing in general, to join me on the podcast for this short podcast episode to share her social media predictions. I think that her insight is really spot on here. And I think that whether this is a, you know, a four year prediction or something to consider long term, let's say the next 20 years on social. So join me and Andrea today to talk all about social media predictions. And make sure to come back over the next three days because this is a four episode week here to celebrate leap year. And I will be back to talk with guests about podcasting, about email marketing, and I have a solo episode for all of the other marketing things that don't get covered in these three interview episodes. Can't wait to share more with you. Hey, friends, welcome to the Talk Copy to Me podcast. Here, we empower small business owners to step into the spotlight with their marketing and messaging. I'm your host, Erin Alilla. Let's get started and talk copy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you here to talk to our guest about social media and your predictions in this fun leap year that we're having right now. Regarding social media, you've been around a lot. Your business has been going on for a long time. So you've actually seen a lot of the changes that have happened in, you know, more than a leap year behind us. Based on what you've seen in the past and some of the changes and what you know about what's kind of the social media landscape at this moment, what are your big predictions for four years from now? Yeah. And you know, it's wild because so much has changed. I've been in business for 10 years. I've been creating content online for 20 years. So in the next four years, I do see a lot of things shifting because of the rise of AI, because of the crowded nature of social media. I think a lot of people are going into smaller, more niche social media platforms. So I think kind of like reckoning back to MySpace or Facebook days, early Facebook days where you connected with specific groups of people um, because you were connected with them and not just because you were trying to connect with as many people as possible. So I do see that shifting. There are probably going to be a couple of new platforms that emerge that are going to be really focused on the deeper connections and maybe even focus on more private connections. For instance, um, Snapchat still is alive and kicking, especially with the younger generation, because it isn't a broadcast channel. It's about connecting with the people that you already know or people that you're interested in. There's no like discovery engine for finding new people. So I think in four years, we'll see even more of those private, smaller groups of platforms or people and and kind of spread across various platforms. 
Yeah, it's so funny. I just started, I just thought of this when you started talking, but um, it's actually 20 years since Facebook launched this month, which yeah. is so wild to me, right? Like part of me feels like, because uh, I was there when Facebook launched, because I'm an old lady. And part of me feels like it, it's been forever since those early days of needing a college, you know, EDU email address to sign up for Facebook. But then the other part of me doesn't. The other part of me feels like, how could 20 years have gone by in this amount of time? But when you look at the past 20 years, just from this lens of like looking forward, if you look at the past 20 years, like you said, new new platforms emerged, right? They all had their different needs. And yet so much didn't change, right? Yeah, it's so fascinating to see how much and how little has changed. I remember those early days of Facebook as well. I was just graduating from high school at the time. So I was like eagerly waiting to get my .edu. And then the second I got it, they were like, it's open for everybody. And I was like, wait. (laughs) What about me? I just got this email address. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was when social media first started. Obviously, it was a vastly different change in our world, right? Like there was no social media before social media. And then all of a sudden, it was this brand new communication method. And that itself was a ginormous change. But I think that how we communicate and what we've learned on social media, like whether we're our business and we're talking to our clients, whether we're consuming news or like live action things, that's kind of just stayed about the same. So I think that the idea of looking forward and seeing ways that social media can bring us into a smaller audience is something that, you know, especially as business owners, we should be thinking about how does that affect our business? How does that affect who we talk to and how we talk to them, right? Because social media is one way to put out content. It's a method. It's not so much an approach. It's just a platform in order to share these thoughts and feelings and advertisements and all these things that we have. So I think that if you're listening, especially if you're a business owner, consider that. If social media adjusts, how do I pivot? How do I change my approach to talk to the right people, a smaller group of people, the people who need to hear my message? Because I think if you're not looking forward and you're just trying to like race back to all the different approaches that have worked on social in the past, then you're completely losing out on an opportunity. Yeah, I think the the kind of bubble is bursting, so to speak, not to be super dramatic, but no, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> we had the glory days of social media. And now, frankly, we're back to like being real people. You, you remember before social media, how we used to like talk to our yes. neighbor, you know, yeah. like the, the basics of communication now have been amplified because of the internet, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think we'll see the massive viralities, the huge like cultural shifts and changes that have come with social media. I do think there's still going to be a significant impact. And it's definitely much better to have a business, especially as any marginalized group here today in 2024, than it was 10, 20 years ago. But the difference between now and even 10 years ago is, you know, consumers, the population at large, regular people, we don't want to sit and watch a bunch of ads, right? And that's really what social media is kind of becoming. It's becoming this stream of everyone trying to hawk their wares. And so I think that shift is really what's going to drive the smaller groups, the deeper conversations, the, you know, I actually want to share information. I don't just want to be sold to. 
That's such a valid point, too, because the way I approached it was, hey, if you're a business, think about how you speak to people. But I also think it's what you said is really the key to it is, hey, if you're a business, listen to what's happening with your audience, listening to their sentiments, their feelings. So you're right. Consumers as a whole are just too frustrated with social media and the media in general, right? Because every time they turn on their TV, Netflix says, oh, we're increasing our subscription price or Amazon's throwing in ads, right? You go on social media and the same thing happens, but at a scale now, because it's not just you know, the mattress store down the street that's selling advertisements to them. It's their friend who has a business. It's their peer who has business. So Yes, you should consider how you are going to approach content and social sharing, but I think you should really focus on thinking about the consumer and their experience because that will kind of give you way more of an insight to not what you need to share as a business because of your business's story or your mission or your goals or your sales goals, but from how people can hear you best. Because we all know we don't want to have a megaphone just shouting out on social media. We want to build like a handshake to introduce ourselves, to like draw people in. And I think that you're really smart by saying it. That's the deeper conversations, smaller groups and things like that. So based on all of this, what's your approach? What do you think when I check in with you four years from now and I'm like, hey, hey, what did you do? Do you have any big goals, anything that you're trying to focus on or not focus on for the next four years? Yeah, I'm diversifying my marketing. And honestly, I already have been. It's just something that I don't really talk about a lot. As someone who's a social media strategist, I heavily focus on social media strategies. Mm -hmm. However, I know and my clients know they don't work in a bubble. And so I'm broadening my conversation to talk more about marketing ecosystems. And so what that means for me personally is leaning on the things that already work really well for me. My podcast, my email newsletter, Things that are what I call intimacy marketing, where it is the smaller group, it's off social media. And while social media is great, to me, it's like a networking party. You meet lots of people. You're like, oh, you don't know so-and-so? You should know so-and-so. Meet them. And I'm like, this is fantastic. And if I want to have a deeper conversation with someone, I'm probably going to go grab coffee with them. And that's how I feel like that intimacy marketing space is. And so I see myself leading even more into that. And then taking my social relationships IRL in real life. I think there's something happened when the global pandemonium situation (laughs) where it just made it amplified the the craving for in-person. And so not only will I host my own events, but I will go to other events. And I think there's just, it's like, it's not all about what's on the internet anymore. I don't know if it ever was, but that has been like underlined and highlighted for me. So what am I changing? It's actually diversifying and not focusing so much on social media. Yeah. And I think that's a great lesson for everyone, right? One thing I hear about all the time is like if Instagram goes down for a couple hours, right? All What do we hear? Oh, you need to get people on your email list. You need to build something off platform. And I think the key to look at it is, you know, social media is great, right? Social media is what we need for that easy connection, for the networking, for all of these things, for sharing a message quickly. But it's still having that backup of I met you at this conference. Oh my gosh. Now our connection went from like, this is a nice person on the internet to this is someone I want to be friends with. This is someone I want to get to know. So it's the idea of not like 
not relying on social media, using it to our benefit, doing it in a way that benefits our clients, our customers, our audience, and our businesses, but making sure that we kind of reiterate, again, it's not relying on it. It's This is something to accentuate our marketing plans and it, all true marketing really is a global approach, right? Like not one thing cannot sustain the whole when it comes to marketing. Yes, 100%. And I think that there's been a lot of emphasis put on platforms like, you know, make six figures on Instagram. And the person who's teaching it has only done that by teaching yes. Instagram, which is always like some or sort of weird loop. only been on Instagram for a short, short period of time. <laughs> yeah, right? it's always wild. But I think there's just, there's just so much nuance to being an online business owner and marketing a business online that I want to just dive deeper into the nuance of it all instead of staying surface level which, you know, it's 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 a harder conversation, but yeah. it's the one that I'm interested in having. All right, Andrea. Thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate your insights and I love to have this conversation and see what happens in the future. So everyone, I will put all of the links for how you can connect and get to know Andrea better. And that's it. We'll see what happens in social media in the next four years. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Talk Copy to Me. If you enjoyed spending your time with me today, I would be so honored if you could subscribe to the show and leave a review. Want to continue the conversation? Head on over to Instagram and follow me at Erin Olilla. Until next time, friends.